Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode on the Think It Through podcast. Podcast that states there is no truth until you decide what truth is, and we're here to help you think it through. And on today's episode, yes, I'm back again. I just want to step in here, give you my thoughts on the George Floyd outcome, and I want to share a few tidbits about what I've been up to um, since you guys last heard from me. So I'll start with the latter. When I last spoke to you guys, I had let you guys know that I was fairly proud of the young people in my community stepping up and running for office. Um, I've shared with you in previous episodes that my city is a a political uh, firecracker right now because um, nationally we have a congressional race that is in the midst of a special election because former uh, representative Marsha Fudge has moved on and she's playing with the big boys as a part of the Biden administration for uh, the HUD uh, the as the secretary of HUD. So her leaving has left a vacancy and her vacancy happens to have come at a time where the Democrats are holding down all three branches of the government. They, they're, they're holding down, uh, the how the, the presidency, they're holding down the upper house, which is the house of uh, the, the Senate and then the lower house, which is the house of representatives. And her leaving, um, should the seat be taken by the opposite party, that would break up the, the power position that Congress is having with one party. So that is very, very interesting, um, as it may, because... There's a lot of candidates that are that see that opening and they're vying for it. I've shared with you uh, in previous episodes who I'm rocking with and why. Um, and then there's a mayoral race here that is heating up because there's a lot of new faces. A lot of new faces that otherwise wouldn't you we wouldn't even know about them be, because I know where I live at, a lot of people are just fed up with both parties. You have a lot of young people that are ready to make change by putting themselves on the ballot. And that's beautiful. I advocate for civic leadership. I advocate for people to know know the ward that you live in. Know the precinct that you live in. Know the people who represent you. Because if anything... The last vestiges of freedom comes at the community level. You take care of your community, the nation will take care of itself. So I have been out and about and I am really happy with the candidates that I'm seeing. I am happy with the way in which the the candidates are coming out. It's like every other day, so I'm like, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. 
So it's, it, it makes me feel good that these people are willing to step out into the limelight for justice. They're ready to make change. So that it is doing my heart good. I am helping uh, two candidacies. I volunteer for it or whatever because I have a passion, a passion for politics. I have a passion for helping the underdog. I, I want I want to see change, but you cannot ask for change if you're voting for the same faces and names. You have to be willing, if you are a true patriot, you have to be willing to step out on faith and vote different. This is why I champion issues over party. If the issues that you are facing has someone at bat who may be, it may be the opposite party, but the issues that are near and dear to him or her is near and dear to you as well. Support that person. Support that person. You are not supporting that party. You're supporting that issue. And it just so happens that the person who may be in a different party than you would normally vote for, they're the ones that's up at bat and they're willing to take a swing for you. They're willing to put themselves on the line to move forward. That's leadership. And we should all be willing to vote for it. No matter how the package comes to you. If you are someone who's liberal, but there's somebody that's out there doing the good work and they are conservative, support them. Send them a few dollars. If there's somebody that is new and they're younger, and I I shared this with you guys last time, but I got to say it again because I, I, I feel so passionately about it. If there's someone young and they are new to the political scene and they're out there advocating for change, listen to them. Give them an opportunity to let their voice be heard. Give them an opportunity to lead the way. You can't say you won't change and you voting for people that's been around for 50 and 60 years. And some of the issues that we find ourselves entrapped in, they were the ones who put the policies forth themselves. If you're voting for change, make sure that it's because it's about issues over party. So with that, I saw the outcome of the George Floyd trial and baby for once. I'm content. I'm not happy and I'm not angry. I'm content. That's accountability. And I I think that this will serve a purpose in police reform. I think that there has to be some restrictions on it. We don't want to go too far to the left and just defund everything. But we should definitely make necessary changes. In my humble opinion, we got to rescind qualified immunity. 
You just have to. Qualified immunity is the is the shield that these police officers who shoot unarmed citizens, this is the shield that they run behind. Uh-uh. You shoot or kill your fellow human being or the citizen in the, the community in which you're sworn to protect and serve, you going to jail. Especially if we see you with a knee on somebody's neck, you're going to jail. As a mother and as an African-American woman who is raising an African-American son, I'm content with him being guilty on all three charges. Derek Chauvin, go to jail. We don't want to hear from you. Lock him up and throw away the key. Because even though you may have not intended on him dying, you caused his death. You put your big ass knee on that man's neck. Now, without jumping down a rabbit hole, I don't care if he was an alleged porn star. I don't care if he had a fake $20 bill. He should still be here. You are a police officer. You're not God. You don't have the right to be judge, jury, and executioner. That's not your job. Your job was to just come on the scene, take the information. If he had to go to jail, you take his ass to jail. If he was going to write him a ticket and he was going to keep on going, you write that ticket and you keep on going. He should still be here. The problem with a lot of police officers in these types of situations is that they feel that that person is not worthy of living. Like those officers that choked out Eric Gardner. You don't have the right to dictate who lives and who dies. You are there to fulfill a role and a purpose. You see a crime take place. Okay, is it worth me giving him a ticket? Is it worth me arresting him? That's it. As long as somebody's not being aggressive with you, they don't have a gun and they're not pointing it at you. They don't have a knife and they're not wielding it at you. Take your ass home to all my police officers out there. Whether on active duty or retired. Baby, listen to me. Whether you male or female. Whether you black, white, or Asian, straight, Native American. Listen to me. You have to now decide, as of today, you have to now decide, is it worth the trouble? If somebody is escaping or evading you, Think about the nature and and the pretext of how you were called to the scene. Because if somebody stole a bag of potato chips or they stole some Skittles, it ain't worth you running after them. It's not worth it. If somebody somebody happens to be African-American and they run a stop sign and you pulls them over, as long as they're not being aggressive, write the ticket and go home. It ain't worth you getting all puffed up and bravado about your badge and the fact that you have a gun on your waist. It ain't worth it. It's not worth you losing your career and potentially killing someone to jeopardize your own freedom. 
write the ticket and take your ass home. If the person is not a threat to you and you got more officers on the scene than it is a suspect, take your ass home. Make the arrest and take your ass home. You don't have to sit on nobody's neck. You don't have to pull out your gun and shoot nobody. Take your ass home. It's not worth it. If Derek Chauvin has done anything for the boys and girls in the blue, take your ass home. That's the whole trial. The trial should have been called, you should have took your ass home. You could have arrested him, but you should have took your ass home. George Floyd should be sitting at home. He could have did a few months in jail for that counterfeit $20 bill if that's what this was over. Take your ass home. Now, Derek Chauvin is not going to be able to go home because he decided to put his knee on the neck of an unarmed civilian. It's not worth it. This case today has proved to everybody that is in law enforcement, we need to take our ass home. Simple as that. Y'all need to stop hiding behind the badge of qualified immunity and hold yourselves accountable. If you guys don't know the difference between a taser and a gun, stay your ass at home for the day until you can figure it out. Like that lady who shot uh, uh, what was his name? Dante. Didn't know the difference between a taser and a gun. And this lady is the police union, president of the police union. And she's been working in her profession for 26 years. And you don't know the difference between a taser and a gun. And they're usually on opposite sides of the hip. And a gun is much more heavier than a taser. Baby, you should have stayed your ass at home. Now you didn't have to resign. You gonna face trial. It wasn't even worth it. Now you got the the country under this administration. They're definitely trying to defund the police. I'm not an advocate of defunding the police, but I am an advocate of police reform as it pertains to the budgeting of the police officers. Yes. Don't defund the police. Redistribute and reallocate the monies. Because everything that the left has tried to say in regards to defunding the police, they're asking for more services beyond what y'all already are given. That's going to cost more money. Can't have it both ways. You can't take and add at the same time. You can't do that. I say redistribute the funding of the police. If we're going to talk about mental health of these police officers, that costs money. You want to retrain these police officers? That costs money. That's why they have a union. Because you're going to pay them the money to be out here risking their lives for the community. Now, having said that, 
If you're an idiot like Derek Chauvin is, you don't need to be behind a badge. We need to implement a three strikes rule. Three strikes you out. First time you have an incident and it involves a shooting, you get a warning. The second time, you suspended. The third time, you fired. And we're taking some of that pension. That's how you rescind qualified immunity. Won't be no more Derek Chavez. It won't be no more run-of-the-mill police shooters. We won't have to see national sensationalized news on these officer-involved shootings. You just won't see it. Now you have the president in the midst of advocating for taking away Second Amendment rights. We ought to have the right to protect ourselves from one another and from the police. The government should not infringe upon our right to defend ourselves. Are we going to see race relations to intensify? Yes, because I know my boys and girls in blue, they're not particularly happy about one of their own now being in prison. And to that, I say, fuck ya. If you can't see that that man was wrong for what he did, forget ya. I love y'all. I thank y'all for y'all, sir. But for today, let us have this one for today. Brother was wrong. He put his knee on that man's neck. That man is no longer here. Regardless of how he was stopped or apprehended, that ain't the way y'all supposed to be apprehending us now. And y'all know that. So get over it. Let us have this one. Let's move on. We not trying to fight. We not trying to burn down shit. We it. We ain't trying to do all of that. We trying to live together peacefully. We trying to make our money. And we trying to mind our own business. Let us have this one for today. Y'all do a good job any other time. But to do that police department, they got it wrong on that particular date with those four officers. Let's let it be. Let's move on. Let's try to come together on a race relations tip. Let's try to be a better union. But for this one, let the black people have this one. Let us have it. Let the good-natured people, let us have it. Because we saw the videotape. I'm just glad that for tonight, people should be able to go home and rest. We shouldn't hear about no violent uprisings because the courts gave the people what they wanted today. The man is going to jail. Let's hope that he's going to be in there for at least 20 years. And let's, let's move it along. Because there's bigger fish to fry. And it ain't got nothing to do with no police brutality. It has everything to do with totalitarian leadership as it pertains to this country. While we all sitting over here worried about George Floyd and the outcome of this case, rest in peace to that brother. But we got bigger fish to fry as to how we going to get back to normal. How are we going to get back to work and when is our freedoms going to be rendered back to us? That's the issue here. Who is going to be representing us? Who? Who is going to stand up to the left and let these people know 
stop with the bullshit. They about to start gerrymandering like it ain't shit. They done already talked about how they want to draw the district lines yet again come 2022. That's what we need to be focused on. Social justice is a necessity in this country. Yes, it is. But when we look at who's represented us, that starts at the district and ward levels. This is why I've always said on this platform, I am an advocate of community, community building. I'm an advocate for local government. This is the conversation that we need to be having. Who's representing us in our districts, in our wards? Who is our mayors? Because there are things that are happening as it pertains to these state bills that these states want to come up with that we need to be paying attention to. Here in my state, the police is lobbying for the state to say that it's a felony to record police officers. No, it ain't. And it should not be. You record these police officers, when, whether they right or wrong. You record the incidents, you keep it pushing. We need to be advocating for health choice, the freedom uh, of your health rights as it pertains to this vaccine that's what we need to be advocating for we need to be advocating to know the ingredients of these uh vaccines and their long-term effects i bet y'all didn't even know that these are clinical trials astrazeneca johnson and johnson pfizer and moderna these are clinical trials in which the public is unknowingly the, the clinical trial recipients. They are participating in a clinical trial on experimental drugs which contains poisons up until December 2023. Remember, Dr. Fauci and his organization got awarded $125 million for the next four years. This is the stuff you need to know. Don't worry about these police shootings. In a sense, that's that's all you paying attention to. We got bigger fish to fry, y'all. We need to be anteing up on our uh, on our concealed weapons training. We need to be anteing up on protecting ourselves with our Fourth Amendment rights and our Second Amendment rights. You got your, your, your Joey Basement, you know, sniffing snort. Uh, uh, Biden homeboy got six executive orders coming down the pipeline as to how he want to tell you how to defend yourself. This is the stuff you need to be talking about. These are the conversations that you need to be calling your representatives who you may have voted for. Even if you didn't vote for them, God damn it. You live in their district. You got a right to petition your government. You need to call them. You need to stand with grassroots organizations that are putting the pressure on our elected officials to do the right thing. Whether I live in Ohio or you live in Oregon or you live in Montana or you live in New York, stand with the grassroots organizations that are standing up and fighting for you. Here where I live at, I'm particularly inclined to pay attention to the uh, Ohio's uh, medical freedoms as it pertains to this vaccine. I stand with them. I support them. I donated to them. 
because it's not right that the government is trying to push and enforce a vaccine in which we don't know the side effects of. I stand with them, I advocate for them, and I advocate for health freedom for everybody. (laughs) As I've said before, find the grassroots organizations, whether it be pertaining to health, whether it pertains to housing, whether it pertains to social justice, get with organizations that are fighting for you. Get with them. If you cannot stand with them physically, send them a few dollars. Make sure that their cause is being put forth. And it does, unfortunately, take fiat. Help them. If they give you a little link and they say, hey, this is the information, copy it, paste it, mail it to your representative, do it. It don't take nothing but a stamp. If you can type up on Facebook, you can type up and send a letter to your your elected official. If if there's a petition that they need you to sign and it's electronic, damn it, sign the petition. That's how you support. People always ask me, well, Alicia, what can I do? What can I do about this? What can I do about that? Stand with the organizations that are in your community that are fighting for you. It don't matter your party affiliation because they they not focused on that. They focused on the issue. The issues is what they're focusing on. So, of course, they want your support because you are a part of the community. It's not about your party affiliation. It's about the issues that matter. And for the people that are elected, know who is representing you. Do a little Google search on your state and figure out who is representing you. Go to Congress and see who is representing you. If there's a race coming up, know the candidates. I can call my candidate right now. I can go to her house. Her door is always open and she's looking for volunteers. God damn it, I just volunteered a few hours on Saturday and it felt real good. Because I can see on a personal level that this lady is who she is on and off camera. I can't advocate for everybody else, but I can advocate for the one. And that's Laverne Jones Gore for Congress. She looked like me. She come from where I come from. She's a mother. She's an educator. She's an advocate for health freedoms. She's an advocate for literacy. You need to know these things and you need to get in touch with these people. If you physically can't touch them, you ought to be using every medium that they have for contact and contacting them. They got a website, go on it, chip in a few dollars. If they need you to volunteer, volunteer. You got to make a few phone calls for these people, do it. You got to stuff some envelopes like I did, do it. Because you're rooting your energy into the organizations and the leaders that are qualified to help you. These people are, they're they're supposed to be about we the people. Hold them to it. We are at a tipping point. 
of leadership in this country. And it's going to take every one of us to know who's representing us so we know whether to continue to support them or to find people that are running against them and support them to get them out of office. I am an advocate for term limits. My candidate is an advocate for term limits. (laughs) Check that off the box. My candidate is an advocate for small business. Check that off the box. Understand what it is that you need in your community and go find people that are willing to support that. Who are supporting that. Go find the organizations that are standing in the gap for you. We can all do our part. But it's just a matter of us thinking it through. And with that, I am not gone forever. My schedule is different. So I have more time to record and share my lovely thoughts with this wonderful voice of mine with each and every one of you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for staying with this podcast. Please don't hesitate to contact me. You want to ask me a question. You want to pick my brain. You want to strategize with me. You want me to come in and speak with you or your organization. Text me 440-782-0226. Just put in Think It Through Podcast and I will get right with you. And with that, I love y'all. Stay safe and let's think it through.